surfs up at Gotham Point. That's right, Joker. And challenging you to the surfing title. Through my latest invention, the surfing experience and ability transferometer, all your surfing know-how will be drained out of you and transferred to me. Some joker drained everything I know about surfing and all my ability with a gizmo called a surfing experience and ability transferometer. What here supposes up, Buzzy? The surf, Duke. Welcome to Surf Kings of Gotham, the only podcast we're aware of, which bask in the warm technicolor glow of sitcom vigilanteism, which is Batman 67. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Brady. Today, we're watching Season 2, Episode 3, The Whale of the Siren. This episode, directed by George Wagner, he of the two lowercase g's, and written by Stanley Ralph Ross. Episode originally aired September 28th, 1967, with special guest villain The Siren, as played by Joan Collins of Dynasty fame. And our one-sentence Wikipedia summary says, The Siren uses her hypnotic powers to take control of both Commissioner Gordon and Bruce Wayne. Yep, that's a summary. Yeah, that's uh, that pretty much covers all the action in this episode. I had seen this one, and it apparently was like a residual memory in my mind because I they would say lines, and I was like, I remember hearing that. So apparently, I saw this as a small child. Oh, I did not, thankfully. Therefore, my childhood went fine. No dogs not in your area and attacked you by a siren's wailing. Yeah, that was really annoying. Oh God. Like, she has a uh, we, decent plot for a villain, which is unusual, but her, yeah. I mean, most of them don't have powers. Most Batman villains are just some guy, you know? And yeah. she has, like, a power, and it's weird and terrible. Yeah, it is. We'll 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 get into it a little bit once they reveal her secret identity, but my goodness gracious, it was, uh, yeah, I don't like, I, I could have done without all this squealing and screeching. Every time it set my dog off. <laughs> well, luckily I don't have a dog. And I had to pause and tell her to shut up. Some beside, That's some behind-the-scenes action here on Surf Kings of Gotham. Yeah. That's what you're here for. A sordid dog tale. <laughs> uh, well, this episode kicks off. It's a glorious morning in Gotham City. I mean, a glorious morning in a painting of Gotham City. Because that's a painting that they show. Clearly. Of Gotham City. You can really tell up near the sky. That's a that's a painting. What's wrong with your sky, Gotham City? Why, it's made of acrylic. <laughs> uh, Siren is still screeching at Commissioner Gordon in his office from the last episode so it's a long sustained note it's awful yeah yeah uh but gordon is mind controlled now because the 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 note two octaves above high c has been proven to have mind control capabilities okay yeah. if you say so all righty sounds good yeah 
so she mind controls Commissioner Gordon and tells him to have Batman meet you at a neutral place. And for some reason, Gordon's like, my daughter's apartment will In be the perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's fine. Byron's have like, Batman. What a strange choice, but sure. Yeah. Have Batman meet you at your daughter's apartment. That's wonderful. Where does he park the Batmobile? In the parking garage. Ooh. Because he's a ghost, I guess. Where else and... does he park it? Ooh. <laughs> yes. All right. So that's the plan. We don't get a lot of, we don't have time for actual phone calls in season three. So we just get Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson hanging up the phone saying, yeah. I wonder why Commissioner Gordon you know wants us to meet us. Quick. Yeah. I wonder why Commissioner Gordon wants us to meet, uh, meet him at uh, Barbara Gordon's apartment. Bruce is like, I, I don't know. know why he was saying boo, but we'll find out later, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But we're duly deputized members of the law. So we have to do what we're told, like good little crime fighters. So we're just doing what we're told without questioning it. Remember that, kids. Don't question authority. Even if it goes boo. Yeah, ghosts have authority the too. Real estate scam. So if you, if you hear a <laughs> boo noise, just move about your business. No reason for That's you right. and your dog to investigate. <laughs> That's right. Uh, also, I noticed. Did you notice how dark it was in this scene? Like the the light budget got cut. <laughs> it was the darkest study ever. I'm like, did it go from a glorious morning to nighttime immediately? Because it's very dark in there. Yeah, Wayne Manor is lit entirely by candles in this season. Yeah. Although when so they're at Barbara's apartment, it's lit by one single lamp. So, yeah, yeah. Like I said, the light, the lighting budget was slashed. Um, so they're all in Barbara Gordon's apartment. No commissioner. They're like, "Hey, where did he go?" O'Hara's is there. He's like, "Sure," and I don't know. Uh, hmm. So they talk about it for like a long time. Well, not a really long time, but it felt like a long time because they didn't really say much. They were just like, "Wonder why we're here. Wonder where Commissioner Gordon is." Does this seem strange to anyone? Hmm. That's the conversation. Yep. And then they just kind of stare. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the underground garage below Barbara Gordon's apartment, Siren and Commissioner Gordon amble in. And there's that's a good word for it. She's like, hey, you find out the location of the Batcave and the secret identity of Batman and Robin. I'm going to go get money from Bruce Wayne. She's like, okay. I assume being commissioner of police, you've at least worked as a detective before. So go ahead and find out what their identities are based on this car. Gordon takes that as climb into the truck. Yeah, that's the plan. That's how you can find out the location. He just gets in the trunk. There's no secret. There's no alarm system or anything. They must not have flipped the switch. So you're allowed to just climb in the trunk. You'd think there'd be a secret bat weight detection system letting them know that someone's in their trunk but there isn't so good I would imagine him. the security is pretty intense at Barbara Gardens parking garage based on some of the art I've seen online but I mean <laughs> there should be that intense to let Siren and Commissioner Gordon literally amble in yeah well the commissioner is probably allowed to go where he wants he's the law and as Batman says always obey authority yeah Meanwhile, at Siren's subterranean grotto hideout, she's playing the harp. And not well. 
Like yeah. she's not playing a song. It's she's weirdest just... hideout I've seen in some time. Yeah, it's strange. Uh, also strange, her goons, Andante and Allegro. And my note here is, could she have found sadder and saggier henchmen? <laughs> and Dante can't pronounce the name Siren. He calls her Siren. Yeah, so Andante is played by Cliff Osmond. I looked it up. He's just a character actor. Uh, he is 30 years old here. He Jesus. looks like he is 100 years old. Uh, the other gentleman, uh, Allegro, his name is Mike Mazurki. He's also a character actor. He was in 147 films. He was also a professional wrestler and a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, he also he also played professional football. He's a very interesting man. I read through. He founded and was the first president of the Cauliflower Alley Club, which is like a fraternal organization for for professional wrestlers and boxers. Uh, hmm. Super. He was in. He was Split Face and Dick Tracy, and then he had a cameo in the. Born baby Dick Tracy to like come full circle. Very interesting man. He was born in 1907, so he is 60 years old here and looks every minute of it. Yeah. This is not 2024 60 where it's like, oh, look at that. Bruce Springsteen's going on another like eight leg tour. This is good God. Do you need a respirator? Yeah, this is 97 years old in today years. And he looks it. Uh, but he doesn't look that much older than the other guy, and he's twice his age. So yeah. I guess that's what well, there was, living gets. Everywhere he went in this time, there was just a giant wall of smoke. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I also wrote, uh, "Is that Nixon?" Because the one dude kind of reminded me of Richard Nixon, like a skinnier <laughs> Richard Nixon. She announces here they. She looks at. She's got paintings in her grotto of famous women, and she's like, "Yeah, it's my goal to be the most evil person in the world." That's. That goes against everything I know about storytelling, you know, and character development. <laughs> no one, no one thinks they're evil. Everyone thinks they're justified. And I she's like just like, no. She says, all through history, who knows the names of famous good people? Then she lists off a bunch of them, proving that she does. And then she says, but everyone remembers the, the evil people of history. And then one of them is Lady Macbeth, who's a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Evil. So that's her goal. Her goal is to be evil, which isn't a great plan, but the way she goes about it's good. Uh, it's about this time that the cameraman forgets how to do his job and they start randomly filming shit while people are talking. Yeah. But also, uh, this is where I wrote, because she just squeals randomly here, like a whole bunch of different times, like testing people. And I, I my note is, stop that fucking noise already. It yeah. was getting, like, that was enough. The Wikipedia summary, or the title of this, I mean, should have been called The God-Awful Squeal of the Siren. Yeah. Enough already, Siren. Just choker, Batman. Yeah. Guest starring the Siren. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, back in Barbara Gordon's apartment, Batman and Robin are like, well, no sense standing around here. We can't think of anything. Let's go back to our computer to help us. We're going to go back to the Batcave. Uh... Meanwhile, Barbara Gordon just goes and talks to her bird, you know, as we've established oh. her living parody of Robin. But first, first she explains answering machines to Chief O'Hara. Yeah, she does. Like like in that John Mulaney sketch or John Mulaney bit about Ice T in, in Law and Order <laughs> SVU. We're just like, so you mean to tell me there's some fellas out there that get off on little girls with pigtails and like and then just keeps going over different 
forms of addiction and stuff. Yeah. And that's basically what she does. So, so O'Hara basically here just explain. Oh, so an answering machine like answers the phone with your voice, but it's not your voice. It's a recording of your voice. And Barbara Gordon here fantastically is like, sure. And it is chief and like mocks him. And it's delightful. She's a real, like, she's really big on just mocking the most helpless people in Gotham city. She makes yeah, I like her poor man's accent. She has a she has a parrot to mock Robin's existence. Yeah. She also tells him who Lorelai Cersei is. She's a famous yeah. singer with a seven octave range, and all she wants for Christmas is you. <laughs> yeah. She would be played by Mariah Carey if this was filmed today. Because she has uh, a then she save range. Yeah. And then she talks for Parrot. Yeah. Then she talks for Parrot. Uh, that Parrot is uh, not only mocking Robin, but is her bat computer. Yeah. Because they're her just like, wait a minute. Is just thinking out loud. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Batman, the world's greatest detective, has to rely on his iffy at best AI. Yeah. Yeah, which doesn't work at all in this episode it's delightful but first she's gonna go check on what's going on here because she determines with the help of her parrot that wait a minute Lorelei Cersei is staying at the the grotto hotel and the grotto hotel blah blah I don't know somehow she pieces together that that's where Siren is so she's gonna go check it out and we get established she's now the star of the show she is uh we get a Batgirl song as she's going in to change into her Batgirl costume and get on her bike and drive away and go fight. And it is it is not of the quality of the world-famous Batman theme song. Uh, it is more along the lines of the undercover butler theme song in terms of quality. <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. I like how it sexistly says, Batgirl, whose baby are you? Her identity's tied to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bad song and is as well produced as both the undercover, maybe not quite as well produced as the John Aston Riddler's Family Ragtime Band song, uh, but it's right up there. It's John Aston's Riddler's Family Ragtime Band. Because <laughs> everybody has to have a theme song except Robin, he can fuck off. <laughs> I bet the parrot gets a theme song before Robin. <laughs> Who's gonna solve the case, Charlie? <laughs> and and Robin Harriet's can't, gonna... eat, can't eat some shit, Charlie. <laughs> uh, even Aunt Harriet's got a theme song, and she's only in two episodes this season. It's like Harriet. It's like where did she go? Nobody knows. Silver alert. Dialing down the K. So you're wandering around. That would be funny if that was there was a spinoff of Harriet, what she's doing in the season, and it was just going and like, hey, you two. Guys at the movies, put one chair in between you so you don't look gay. Yeah, and just like the world is Harriet. (laughs) That's what she's doing. She's just dialing down the gay everywhere she goes. 
So <laughs> she's the one that invented saying no homo when you give a guy a compliment. <laughs> Those Beatles all dress alike and have the same haircut. Clearly they're married. Look, did you just tell your friend he looks nice today? Well, you gotta say no homo or people will think you're gay. <laughs> Where did you come from, lady? These bushes. <laughs> oh, delightful. So meanwhile, Alfred comes through the elevator into the Bat Cave. Uh, they've determined that the Bat Computer can't help them find Commissioner Gordon because Gordon represents law and order, and we've only programmed this compu computer to find evil. So basically, Commissioner Gordon could give away with anything he wanted to. Yeah, and Batman can't do anything. Remember in the first season when Batman and Robin sometimes like solved mysteries and knew stuff and talked things out? <laughs> that is now over. Now if the computer can't do it, and they don't even want the, uh, they want Alfred to use the computer half the time, it seems. Yeah. Like. It's so awful. Now if the computer can't do it, well, that's probably it for Gotham City. Yeah, Robin says... Holy one-track bat computer mind. Which is among the dumbest things he's ever said, I think. <laughs> well, that's this it. so stilted. There's so many words. Yeah. Well, we obviously... Gordon's doomed, so let's go eat. We're going <laughs> to have a snack. Yeah. That's what they say. He Alfred had a says, okay. run. Time for a snack. Yeah. Alfred says, well, okay, I'm going to dust while we're here. So he's dusting some some vials and test tubes when commissioner gordon hops out of the trunk zombie style and comes over and he's like hey uh i know you you're alfred you're the you're the butler of millionaire bruce wayne and this is the bat cave that means wait a minute you've got the same voice as the guy that answers the phone sometimes oh my goodness batman is bruce wayne and 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 dick grayson is robin i'm going to tell siren can i borrow your phone sir and picks up the phone and starts calling. It's like, wow, you're a, a strange butler. Most butlers would do anything to stop me from talking. Yeah, well, and then he sprays him with bat sleep. It's sad how comatose Commissioner Gordon, like waking, waking dream Commissioner Gordon is so much more competent at putting the simplest things together than like actually yeah. awake functioning Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, I'm curious. Whatever Siren did, that's... He's a much better police officer now. I bet if she were to spray or do her do something to Lois Lane, she'd be like, oh my god, if you take these glasses off, Clark Kent is Superman. And he's <laughs> like, no, I'm not, and puts them back on, and she says, where did he go? <laughs> that was in the... I didn't send you the same clip, but in the... in that handyman sketch from from In Living Color, the one that I watched, that that actually happened. He takes... He's, he's Clark Bent, <laughs> he's and he's... Where did he go? And he's, he's, well, he's in his disguise as Clark Bent. He, like, is a mailroom employee for the newspaper. And he's talking to Lois at the end. And she's like, oh, thank goodness. Handyman was innocent and we solved the crime. And he, like, takes off his glasses to say something. She's like, handyman. And he puts his glasses back on right away. And she's like, oh, never mind. Or something. It was pretty funny. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely couldn't do that sketch today. Anyway. So Commissioner Gordon gets bat-sleeped. Uh, meanwhile, back in Siren's hideout, she just decides to talk over her plan again because now Batgirl is listening. So it's important to reiterate your plan. 
She picks up the phone, calls Bruce Wayne, who is upstairs eating a sandwich with Dick Grayson, so he answers. And blacked out in a chair next to him. Yeah. So, yeah, they Alfred brings up Commissioner Gordon. He's like, hey, uh, no sense worrying about Commissioner Gordon. I did your job again and found him. Uh, by the way, I had to bat sleep him because he uh, he knows everything. And they're like, Bruce what? is like, takes a bite. Commissioner. All right. He's dead, you say? No, sir. He's just bat sleeped. Oh, okay. Well, let's uh, have to load him into the old uh, Molly machine there, the old uh, the old nuclear pile, and uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's gonna have to die. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, case hurrah, hurrah. Yeah. Then the phone uh, rings. Bruce Wayne says, "Yes, this is Millionaire Bruce Wayne," and uh, she she just screeches at him again, and uh, now he's a zombie. Yep. So he's zombie walks away. He's gonna go meet Siren at uh, Wayne Foundation headquarters. Dick's like, "Gosh, Alfred, I wonder why Bruce is acting so strangely." And Alfred's like, "I'm sure it's none of your concern, sir. Stay out of his business." Yeah, why don't you shut your dirty face? <laughs> yeah, but but then the bat phone rings, and they just stare at it for a while. <laughs> and Robin's like, "Oh, I wonder who's on the line and what they have to say." And Alfred's like, "Well, uh." I guess you could answer it and find out, you dummy. And that's what he does. And yeah. it's Batgirl. He's like, yes, I'm calling from my father. I mean, Commissioner Gordon's office. Uh, meet me at the... Is Batman there? No, Batman is busy. Okay, great. Robin's like, meet me at Wayne Foundation headquarters. So they Which, do. This reminded me of the bit from Family Guy one time when these girls were in this car and it went off the side of a mountain and they were like, someone help us. And Robin comes up and he's like, I can help you. And they're like, Oh God, is, is Batman around? And he's like, no, what are you going to do? He's like, I have this phone. I could call for help. <laughs> that's about, that's about right. This was my favorite gag. And I want to exaggerate and say in television history, that's probably not true, but <laughs> I love this so much. At the Wayne Foundation, there's a lovely painting hanging on the wall, and the painting is of a safe door. You know how they hide <laughs> safes behind paintings? Well, this is a painting of a safe. It's the best thing I've ever seen. It's so <laughs> meta and fun, and I want it for my home. Uh, next time I do a paint night, I am going to paint that. It is the coolest thing. Uh, and of course, behind that is the exact same safe uh, that is in the painting. I yeah. it was it, it was great. This made the whole episode for me. I could have stopped now and been like <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah. And probably should have. Yeah, I could have stopped there and and you're right. It would have been better for all of us if I had. <laughs> but instead, in the safe is the Wayne family jewels. Uh, he gives them to Siren. She's like, "Also, uh, while you're here, why don't you sign over everything you own to me?" And he's Bruce like, uh, sandwich is like, all right. Yeah, sure. I do don't I see why not. Yeah. You have the legal paperwork. Yes. And good. one of her goons just has all the legal paperwork done up to uh, take over all of Bruce Wayne's stuff. Siren's like, I want to be evil, but also contractually obligated. Yeah. Uh, in the lobby here, we see a sign that says private elevator to Bruce Wayne's private office. Private use only. <laughs> 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 it was great. 
this means uh, and then Robin's yeah. like he's referring to Dick Grayson <laughs> yeah. stay the hell out of here yeah you stay out of there circus freak yeah meanwhile Siren's like hey I wonder how uh Commissioner Gordon's making out I'm gonna call him at the office uh, O'Hara answers she just squeals at him and tells him to go jump in a lake yeah he's like oh yeah, yeah okay He's cool. like, sure, and you mean literally. And she's like, yes, do it. Okay, zombie. He doesn't even have to be a zombie. He would just do what anybody <laughs> on the phone tells him He'd to do, like, probably. I'm just glad to have direction for the next half hour. Thank you. <laughs> me boss isn't here, and me wife doesn't talk much. She's a potted <laughs> plant, you know. She's a plant. <laughs> so, if, do you think if Gordon didn't show up here, O'Hara would eventually just like, put Gordon's hat on his wife, the plant, and take orders from her. <laughs> if Gordon had died during this, at some point O'Hara would have just wandered back from the park where he jumped in the lake and just sat in the office until he starved. <laughs> just a skeleton. And some cats ate him. And then Batman found him and he's like, sure, and I have cat powers now somehow. Yeah. It's a uh, reference so... to Batman Returns. <laughs> Indeed. The elevator finally arrives, and Robin and Batgirl confront Siren and her goons. Uh, she goes to squeal at them, but Robin's like, I'm wearing special bat earplugs that block out everything over 14,000 decibels. Uh, which, again, decibel is a measure of how loud the sound is, not the frequency, so <laughs> you're stupid wrong, and 14,000 decibels would like just explode your body, I think, because that's like super loud you would go full-blown scanners you idiot um yeah i wrote down batgirl said your powers don't work on women and she's like really smug about it and and then robin was like in my mind yeah or guys who haven't passed through puberty because of hormone <laughs> suppressors <laughs> yeah yeah so instead of a fight though uh she's like hey uh how about you guys get out of here uh, i own this building now and everything in it so I would like you to leave. And they're like, well, I guess we have to do what we're told. Really? Okay. She's like, I could phone the police for trespassing. Well, the police are pretty dumb, but okay, sure. That's we're not going to find this place. <laughs> yeah. Robin plants a bug on his way out, and then they go hide in the broom closet, which is kind of funny. And there's like, it's like stuffed full of brooms. There's not like one broom in there. The broom closet is like, just stuffed full of brooms. Robin's like, <laughs> want a kiss? And Batgirl's <laughs> like, ew, no. And meanwhile, Matt Granning is like furiously scribbling down, loser <laughs> boy who scares girl. That's a good idea. Yeah, they were in the closet making babies, and one of the babies looked at me. Yeah. <laughs> so Siren's like, well, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm done with you now. Uh, let's go jump you off the roof. <laughs> The dumbest thing possible, yes. Yeah. Okay, so Batman and, or sorry, Robin and Batgirl say, oh my goodness, let's go. So they take the stairs, and Robin's like, you look like you're in good shape, let's go. She's like, like you go first, because you're in good shape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Batgirl's like, ew. Yeah. Uh, so Bruce Wayne is about to step off the roof, but there's a, it's a luckily shaped roof with a rope. So Robin's able to like swing across and save him dramatically. 
I mean, it's like four feet. He probably could have stepped, but the rope is fun. <laughs> Bruce is still a zombie, but at least he's not going to walk off the ledge now. And that means it's time for a fight. And when it's time for a fight, it's time for the Surf Kings of Gotham Fight Words Recap. Sims fighting Roo, Robin. During this rooftop roughhousing, we get Bam, Zap, Biff, Pow, Crash, Kapow, Sock, Pow again, and Splat. This has been your Surf Kings of Gotham Fight Words Recap. My favorite part of this was when Batgirl and Robin tear up an old man's insides with a giant board. Yeah, yeah, they team. Uh, they show their teamwork skills and just like battering ram this guy in the belly. This ninety-year-old man. <laughs> Batgirl's like, I'd like to see him recover from that. Yeah, this was a pretty long fight. At the end of the fight here, Siren's like, Bruce Wayne beat up Robin, but Robin like ducks a few times and like punches him and knocks him down. And then during this little scuffle, Siren gets knocked off the edge of the building and she's just hanging off the ledge. And Robin's like, grabs her wrist and he's like, yeah, I'll pull you up if you fix Bruce Wayne. She's like, I don't know if I can do that. He's like, well, then you're going to die. And he just like lets her go. She's like, wait, wait, maybe I can do uh, three octaves above high C. It would destroy my voice, but that might work. Like, Robin's Great. like, two birds with one stone. Let's go. Yeah, fine. You can do it. So he pulls her up and she sings the antidote note and Bruce Wayne is now back to normal. Batgirl goes to save Chief O'Hara from drowning. Uh, <laughs> you know he's already like standing on the bottom of the lake. Yeah, just looking around, <laughs> checking his watch, waiting for more instructions. Sure he's not drowning. Aquaman lives here. Yeah, he's, he's not drowning because no one told him to breathe. So he's just yeah. not breathing, just wandering around. So the next scene, we're back in Commissioner Gordon's office. Uh, Batman and Robin and Barbara Gordon are there. They spray the bat wake to wake him up. And luckily, he's like, oh, I remember nothing. I can't remember what I can't remember. But he still so, tells a long story about not remembering anything. It was like yeah. listening to Grandpa Simpson. Again, Matt yeah. Groening was like, old man telling pointless story got it got it okay, what's next? <laughs> yeah uh, o'hara shows up soaking wet and he's like golly oh sure and this is a happy ending <laughs> is this what the rich people say when they're gonna wash their clothes i'm one of them now yeah and uh yeah that's it we get a happy ending then we just get our final scene in the bat cave where Batman's just tinkering, finishing up work on his criminal sensor bat indicator, uh, which is a just the future predicting machine. And it <laughs> tells him that Penguin is back in town uh, and he's going to be working with a lady named Lola Lasagna. I audibly groaned when they said her name. Yeah, that's terrible. I yeah. don't know what she's going to add to this, but Penguin's always good, so, you know... Fingers crossed. Maybe he's running some sort of Italian food restaurant now. Yeah, or he's going to yeah, run for sanitation commissioner and work his way up <laughs> through the ranks to police commissioner. Yeah. Barbara will have flashbacks to bullies saying, your dad's a garbage man. Garbage yeah, man. Yeah, it's, 
They call her old Garbage Gordon. Yeah. She was like, "Well, one day I'll be pretty, and then you'll all you'll all make odd drawings of me tied to chairs in the middle of abandoned buildings." <laughs> yeah, gross. Be better, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that does it for this. It's time to rate it. Uh, on the Batman scale for his effectiveness as a crime fighter. Good uh, God. Could could this be our first zero in Batman history? <laughs> it is the Batgirl show now. On her scale, she's like at a 10 because she did all the work. Yeah, yeah. she did everything. Batman is a, definitely a zero. He he didn't do anything. He, led, he brought Commissioner Gordon unknowingly back to the Batcave to threaten his identity. He didn't solve anything. His computer didn't work. And then he just got uh, Bruce Wayne mind-controlled and was uh, was done. So yeah, yeah, Batman's a zero. Yep. Sad. On the, on the Robin scale for just how uh, crazy he is. Again, a scale from six to ten. I don't know. He, wasn't over, he was a little creepy, but he, he wasn't was overly creepy, crazy. Not really crazy, yeah. Yeah, so he's probably a six. It's pretty low for our dynamic duo this week. Well, on the Warden Crow. It is the Batgirl show. And she is a 10 out of 10 again. She's fantastic. Uh, on the Warden Crichton scale for progressive penology, where we rate the uh, the plan, the plot, the the scheme, the scam of the villain. Uh, a pretty good plan. Well, her plan to uh, be just, I want to be evil. She actually succeeded, and they didn't resolve how, she, how they're going to get out of the fact that Bruce Wayne signed over all of his shit to her. Yeah. Although they just you know, tear up the contracts, I guess. Yeah. Mr. Gordon will be will be like, I don't acknowledge half the laws of the books in this town. Yeah. Well, and they didn't have time to go file those papers with an attorney or anything. So I, I feel like that was easy to get out of. But I mean, so <laughs> Mr. Gordon's think... gonna eat the contract. <laughs> I think she loses a point for her plan to be evil, because that's that's not a plan, that's stupid. She yeah. does get her her she gains a point, like she gains her several points even for for pulling it off, for mind controlling Bruce Wayne and being the richest person in Gotham. Had she only had time to exercise the contracts, but then she loses points. I think for just squealing all the time because that's really annoying. I don't like that. Woman, so for a woman who's just some lady, like she's not like a world leader who has an army at her disposal and can commit genocide or anything. She doesn't yeah. like kill a bunch of people. So basically her being evil could just be taken as being mean. And if that's your goal, yeah. Barbara Gordon's destroying you with this. She made fun yeah. of an old man not understanding technology. She's mocking a boy who has to wear a pantyhose by having a bird <laughs> beer sidekick. She humors Commissioner Gordon in a way that's surely elder abuse. Yeah. Yeah, she's much better too. And there is a double standard for women still in the 60s, you know what I mean? So evil yeah oh she's too emotional she's yeah i don't know yeah are I, you saying you just want to mean be a mean girl because barbara gordon's already accomplished that yeah I mean, she hasn't and set she's, her sights on bruce wayne yet but give her a chance let him explain something to her wrong hell that's probably yeah. what she was doing whenever like batman got beaten up by robin and there was a scene where batgirl was like sitting next to him with her arm around him like you did a good job champ she was probably like you know why that happened right it's because you're just some guy, some guy who taught yeah. himself how to like, you know, throw a punch occasionally. Meanwhile, I went to Tibet and trained with the League of Shadows. Yeah, that's right. So Siren's probably, I don't know, like a five or a six. Like she did well, but she loses some points for squealing and being shrill. 
easily the most irritating villain I think we've seen. Uh, is she? Yeah. Yeah, the squealing is too much. She yeah. did a pretty good job. Like, she was okay. But, uh, yeah. I'm glad she's gone. Yes. I'm glad that Robin destroyed her voice. Yeah. He destroyed Thanks, her Robin. voice by making her scream, which I'm sure he's probably going to do the Batgirl later in this season, too. Ew. She's going to be like, leave me alone! Oh, <laughs> God, now I sound like Tom Waits. Thanks. <laughs> uh, delightful. Well, I guess that does it for another episode of Surf Kings of Gotham. As always, you can follow us on Facebook at Surf Kings of Gotham, on YouTube at Surf Kings of Gotham, on Twitter and Instagram at our show on shows, or of course, at our show on shows.com. We're actually going to start using those things soon, maybe possibly. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, maybe even as soon as this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I'll do yeah. it this afternoon. Till then, bye everybody. Bye, Dr. Nick. Sir King of Gotham. <laughs>